1: Before I get into the interview I have for you today, I just want to say thank you. This is the 10th episode of the Spiritually Minded Mom Podcast, and I have connected with so many wonderful people because of starting this podcast, and I'm so grateful for all the love and the support I have felt from so many of you. I've also learned so much over the past few months since starting the podcast. My main purpose for doing this is just to help moms feel hope, joy, and God's hand in motherhood. I know I say that in every episode. I'm learning that we're all on a unique journey in motherhood, we aren't the same. So all the moms I've interviewed have shared how they feel God and I want you to know that if you don't feel him in the same way, it's okay. So because of the messages and in-person conversations I've had, it's really weighed heavily on my mind in the last week or so that I want you to feel hope. I don't want you to compare your relationship with God with anyone else. I want to share the message that you can be a partner with God and you can figure out what that looks like for you so last week i published my episode on wednesday with jory reed and then i realized i didn't have an interview scheduled that i could use for today's episode i prayed about it and a little while later i was on instagram and the account at silently surviving souls popped up i followed Allie who runs this account for a while and i felt the impression to reach out to Allie and ask her to be on the podcast she got back to me really quickly and we set up an interview And what I do is I usually come up with questions ahead of time, and I send them to the podcast guests. And I always ask the question at the end, and you've probably noticed if you've listened to the other nine episodes, I always ask, how have you seen and felt God as your partner in motherhood? So in Allie's typed response back to me when I asked this question, she said this. She said, I don't know that I feel as if Heavenly Father is always my partner in motherhood. And I felt instantly that Allie was answering the prayers I had said about who to have next on the podcast, but more importantly, about how I could share that we're all on a unique journey and we may not always recognize how we feel God, and sometimes we might not feel it at all. So I was able to interview Allie a few days ago, and today I'm sharing that interview with you. Allie shares about her challenges with mental health, and we also talk at the end about what feeling God as your partner motherhood looks like. So I really hope you enjoy this interview. And thank you so much for growing with me and helping me to learn all of these great things. And I hope that you gain as much as I have from Allie's perspective. So here's the interview. Welcome to the Spiritually Minded Mom podcast. Today, I have a great interview with Allie Hayward, and I found Allie by following her on Instagram. She has a great Instagram account that's offering a lot of hope to people as well as a blog. So welcome to the podcast, Allie. Thank you. Can you tell us a little bit about what you're doing online?
0: Yes. So I started this blog and Instagram account about a year and a half ago, and I originally started sharing stories about mental illnesses. And then recently I added a different series called When Righteous Desires Don't Go As Planned, kind of how we have these life goals that we want to achieve. And then when they don't go according to plan, you know, I just have people share Their testimony about that in regards to infertility, faith, interfaith marriage, loss of a loved one, things like that.
1: Okay, that's great. And so you can find Allie, her Instagram account is at silently surviving souls. Is that also the blog address? Mm -hmm. Okay, so we'll put that in the show notes as well. So I'm really excited to talk to Allie about her motherhood journey. And she mentioned that she writes and, and shares on Instagram about mental health issues, and that's part of her journey that we're going to talk about today. But Allie, just um, why don't you go ahead and just introduce yourself. Tell us how many kids you have. What do you you and your family like to do for fun?
0: So I have two daughters. One of them will turn three in July, and the other one just turned one. And we, uh, my husband and I both grew up in Kaysville, and we currently reside here. And we enjoy playing outside, especially if there's water involved. My husband and I both grew up boating. We enjoy doing that. We like to watch movies. We are huge Utah jazz fans, so we're watching anytime there's a game on. And we just, you know, like to chase each other around and have fun.
1: Oh, that sounds great. Um, We're a boating family, too. We love to go to the lake. It's like our favorite thing. You'll love it when you get teenagers and you can take all their friends and it's really fun.
0: Yeah, it'll be fun.
1: Okay, so what's your favorite thing about being a mom?
0: I love having little best friends. Um, having two daughters, I dress them up because girl clothes are just the cutest little girl clothes. I love them, so they're like my real life dolls. And I, I just love watching them grow and learn and develop their own little personalities. And those rewarding moments when they laugh for the first time, or they give you a hug just because they want to, or they tell you that they're you're the best. You know, little things like that just just make those hard times worth it. I love love that about being a mom.
1: Oh, I think that's great. It really is fun. To start to see their personalities come out and develop those Uh relationships. Yes, I love that too. So I mentioned at the beginning that you've been really open on your Instagram account and and on your website about your diagnosis with anxiety and depression. So Mm -hmm. will you just tell us a little bit about how you were diagnosed? Um, You know, what symptoms did you have? When did you start to notice these challenges? Just give us a little background on that.
0: So I served a mission when I was 21. That was before the age change. So I, I was diagnosed when I was seven months into my mission, and I started having health problems kind of at the beginning. I would just get like chest pains every once in a while in the MTC and just, you know, didn't think it was that big of a deal, just thought it was kind of weird. And then about five months into my mission is when I started having more serious health problems. I would have, I would throw up. I would have panic attacks, although I didn't know what they were at the time. I would have digestive problems. And so I started seeing doctors just to try to figure out what was wrong. And a history of heart (laughs) disease runs in my family. And so I had like EKGs and I had, they did tests on me. And I think about the third doctor's visit that I went to was when this doctor was like, I think you have anxiety. And I just kind of looked at him and I was like, what? Like, I'm physically sick. I'm not like nothing's wrong with my brain. I I was just in total shock. I had no idea that your mental health could play such a part on your physical health and that it could affect it to that degree. And I know some people have even had it worse. So I, um, I was totally shocked. Nobody in my family has mental health issues or anything. And so I didn't know very much about it when I was on my mission. And so it was it was a very big surprise. And a lot to take in as a missionary and I ended up coming home at 11 months because it just got so out of control and I knew that I wasn't going to get better on my mission. So I came home early.
1: Yeah, that's interesting. I, I had never had a lot of, a lot of experience with anxiety until the last few years. My own son has been diagnosed with anxiety, which I talked about mm-hmm. in the first episode of, of the podcast, but um, never realized that there were physical things tied to the mental, mental health issues that you can have,
0: that those, Mm -hmm. those
1: can be symptoms. So, so you came home from your mission and what kind of help did you get? How did you get started with that? So
0: while I was on my mission, I tried three different medications because my mission president's wife was kind of our mental health advisor. And she just kind of said like, if you want to stay out here, you have to do this. Cause I was, t- I was totally against it at first. I was one of those people that, mm-hmm. you know, didn't want to rely on medication to get better. I, I was so naive. <laughs> so I came home and I got on a medication that started working for me after trying the ones that didn't. And then I also started seeing a counselor and those two things together helped. I, I, still have it it hasn't gone away Uh, I just learned how to better manage it and kind of recognize when I'm having a hard time yeah that's kind of where I'm at right now
1: so you came home and you got some help and you're learning how to manage it obviously you got married Mm -hmm. we I don't think we mentioned (laughs) in the beginning but you do have a husband I do (laughs) the Utah Jazz fan, (laughs) right yeah and and then you you had your started having your children so you said you had two daughters Yes. Um, so so, what does anxiety and depression look like in your everyday life as a mother now?
0: So that has been interesting. So I actually haven't been on medication since I was in my third trimester with my first. So it's been almost three years that I haven't been on medication just because between being pregnant and breastfeeding, I just tried to stay off of it. And there have been times, I'll be honest, where I definitely wanted to go back on. I've talked to my doctors about doing so, but just because I don't want it to affect my kids, I've, I guess, stayed strong, I don't know, powered through to, to, you know, get through that. But for the most part, motherhood helps with my depression because it gives me that reason to get up and get going in the morning. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there's these little people that are relying on me, and so I... They're my motivation to to get up and get going. So most of the time, my depression is pretty decent. Every once in a while, I do have, you know, just little days or moments where it's just hard and I just got to tell myself, you know, it'll be okay in a few days. And but my anxiety has definitely increased a lot with having kids because there's so much more to worry yeah. about. with It's children. not just and, you're not
1: just worrying about yourself now. Yeah, got exactly. Two but, little children that you need to worry about.
0: Yeah, and just all the things that come with that. And so I had um a really good friend actually the other day share on Instagram this analogy that she kind of used with depression and I really liked it. And it was from Lee Dream when he's talking about the mist of darkness. Mm-hmm. And she said, That's kind of what it feels like to have depression. Like you're just you're holding on to the rod because you can feel it in your hand, but you can't see anything around you. So you're just kind of in this fog. And you're just kind of going along because you know one day you're going to see that tree. And so that's kind of how that feels. It's mm-hmm.
1: like that's a good... I know
0: one day, yeah, one day it'll, I'll see that tree and I'll have made it. But I just feel so, yeah, just in a fog.
1: So besides just knowing, okay, this is going to pass. I'm going to get through this. Do you have any things that you do that help you cope, that help you, you know, get to that point?
0: Yes and no. It's kind of weird. <laughs> Some days I'm just like... I can get through this myself. I just need to fill it and then it'll pass. And other days I, you know, talk to my husband about it or my mom only lives five minutes away. So I'll ask her if she'll watch the girls so I can just have a break. And I feel like I just have learned to just deal with it kind of in a way that it's just part of my life now. And I just kind of, I try not to be too hard on myself when I am having all those hard days. And I do, I warn my husband sometimes and I'm like, I am just having a really hard day. Like just, by the way, so the laundry's not folded, the dishes yeah. are all over, like just heads up, you know? And he's been really patient with me, which is awesome. But yeah, I just feel like I've learned to just deal with it.
1: So you mentioned you have your mom close by and you have your husband. Uh-huh. Um, obviously they're aware of, of what you're going through and they're people that you right. can talk to. So mm-hmm. what what would you say to someone who knows someone like you that they know they're struggling with depression or anxiety What's the best way that someone can support a friend or family member that's struggling with mental illness? What would you say to that?
0: I would say just show up for them. Just be there for them. And not in the like, hey, let me know if you need anything kind of sense. Like in the tell me what you need and let me help you. Like be firm about it. Because you no, know, obviously as women, I think it's hard for us to ask for help. So when someone's kind of like they're saying like, let like, tell me what you need. Then I feel like it's easier instead of us trying to find something for them to do, mm-hmm. having them, you know, kind of say, what do you need? Like, does that make sense? I don't know. Yeah. Instead of just being broad about it, saying like, no, I'm coming over and I'm going to help you. So you better think of something. Just find so, yeah. a need
1: and fill it. Is yeah. kind of what you're saying.
0: Yeah. yeah. I love
1: that. So what would you say to someone who is in your shoes, who's, who's a mother and who may who may be struggling? Maybe they have being diagnosed. Maybe they haven't been diagnosed, but they think you know, they might have the symptoms of anxiety or depression, Mm -hmm. you know, what would you say to them to offer them hope? Right. First of all,
0: I would say, don't be afraid to talk about it. If you think that you have anxiety or depression or any sort of illness, like, don't just sit there and think that you're crazy, like talk to somebody about it. Because on my blog, I have, I've shared stories of postpartum depression and women not knowing that they had it until like, months later, and I was like, if they would have talked to somebody sooner, you know, they could have found help sooner, and so if you just, yeah, even think that you might have it, I would just say talk to somebody and get help, because then it could be that much more relief for you, or it could, you know, you could start feeling better sooner, so talk to somebody about it, and then if you have been diagnosed, I feel like this is so cliche, but yeah, know that you're not alone, and find the people that make you know that you're not alone, like, find that community that's you know, also struggles. That has been one of the biggest helps for me personally is finding people that can I can relate to that kind of get me and understand what I'm going through and talking about it. (laughs) Just knowing, you know, that yeah, I'm not crazy or that they've experienced those kinds of things as well. And yeah, knowing that I'm not alone.
1: Yeah, and I think I think what you're doing on Instagram is a great a great way for people to connect and feel like they're not alone. You know, Mm -hmm. we, you know, Instagram and social media, it gets a bad rap a lot, but it is a way to build community and for people to realize that they aren't alone. If, if we're sharing, you know, there are some negative things about it, no doubt, but there's really a lot of good. I've noticed that Mm -hmm. lately, um, the people that I've connected with and the things I've learned from people and, you know, someone can find where you're at on Instagram. And relate to you and say, okay, she's getting through this. I can do this too. Talking about people that are going through similar things, I I think it's great. So, yeah, just know that you can reach out and that there's people there and that will support you and and can be there for you.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: So, what blessings have you seen in your life because of the challenges that you've had with anxiety and depression?
0: So, because I have chosen to be a little bit more open about my diagnosis, it wasn't always that way, but because I have, people have reached out to me and talked to me about, you know, things that they're going through because I've kind of put it out there so to speak. They people do. They know. And so when they have, you know, a friend that's struggling or when they're struggling themselves, then they I've gotten messages or I've had people like call me and say, "Hey, can I talk to you about this?" And I have seen like heavenly father has specifically put people in my life that I have been able to bless because of what I've gone through. And as crummy and horrible as having anxiety and depression is, when I go through or experience those kinds of moments, it kind of makes it worth it because I was able to help, you know, somebody else. So that's been, that's been a huge blessing is being able to help others and, you know, be a little bit more empathetic because I was totally one of those people before mm-hmm. I was diagnosed that thought you could choose to be happy and you know, that you could just snap out of it, kind of. I was one of those people, which I am, hate to admit. but So I think Heavenly Father's kind of giving me a piece of humble pie a little bit, too. Like, yeah. hey, this isn't what it's like. Here you go. Um, so I've been grateful for that, too. That It's been a little eye-opening, and I've learned to be a little bit more empathetic with people.
1: Yeah, I think Heavenly Father doesn't waste anything. And, mm-hmm. you know, we may not always understand, but He does give us these trials to help us grow ourselves like you said you know learn humility or to be humble Um, and and also to be able to bless each other and mm -hmm. and I think that you're seeing those blessings because you are so open about it and and that you are trying to create a community in a place where other people can feel supported so what do you think this is something that I've been thinking about a lot just with the struggles of motherhood like you know whether it's mental illness or just you know trying to figure out how you're going to cook dinner tonight or you know whatever there's a lot of struggles of motherhood how do you think and 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 i think i see a lot of you know there's a lot of competition in motherhood and and, oh yeah and people feel like oh i've got to be better than my neighbor or whatever or she's doing it so much better than me or comparison what do you Mm -hmm. think mothers can do just to support each other you
0: know that was one of the things that actually came to my mind was to stop comparing ourselves to another Mm -hmm. and stop treating everything like a competition and i think. It's obviously so much easier to do that these days when, you know, you can see everybody's lives in the palm of your hand. Right. But I want to share an experience that I had actually just yesterday. And I, so we were just out and about and my daughter needed to use the bathroom. So we went to the Smith's grocery store. And we got into the bathroom and she, sorry, this is a little graphic, her pee totally shot over the front of the toilet. <laughs> and it got on her shorts. And so I was like, oh, my gosh, are you kidding me? And I was actually really proud of myself for laughing instead of getting uh, frustrated. But so I just took off her shorts and I was rinsing them off in the sink. And the sweet lady comes out of the other stall and she's washing her hands. And I was kind of in the way of the paper towels as I was putting my daughter's shorts back on. And so I was just like, I'm sorry, I'm in your way. And just kind of scooted over and she's like, you're fine. And then she looked at me and she was like, you're just doing your job. In fact, you're doing it wonderfully well, the best that you know how. And I was just like, thank you Aww. so much. I, that, I was just, yeah, wow. Why can't we all do that? Like she could have so easily been annoyed with me and, you know, just like brush me off. But instead, she chose to lift me up in that moment because, you know, she probably thought my daughter Peter Pan. So she was like, oh, this poor mom is dealing with this child who had an accident. And so she chose to, yeah, lift me up instead. And it was like, we all, you know, need to do that and take those moments where we see somebody who is in distress and, you know, ask them, hey, can I help you with anything? Or, you know, yeah, you're doing a great job. It's okay. It's okay that this happened and it happens to all of us and just keep going. Oh. You know, I just that was just a wonderful touching experience and
1: Oh, that's that's awesome and it it goes to show, I mean, for that lady to to say those few words took nothing for her to do that. Right. It's such a small thing, but look at the impact and what a yes. difference you know it made for you and i bet that you're probably going to think of that the next time you know you'll have an opportunity to give it forward and
0: exactly you yes. know
1: share that with someone else i think that is mm-hmm. so great i love that
0: yeah it was it was just a great experience and it just put things in a little bit more perspective for me that I was like yeah it takes especially you know with social media how it takes 20 seconds to comment on someone's post like tell them that they look Mm -hmm. pretty in their picture or that that activity looks super fun and it was a great idea I don't know say those positive things that you're thinking you know take time to just type it up and comment on somebody's or even you know when you're out in person it doesn't yeah it takes nothing and it could change their day.
1: Oh, that's good. You've totally changed my perspective. I'm going to go out this week and I'm going to do that. (laughs) That's great. I love it. Okay. So one of the, one of the questions I always ask to the guests on, on the podcast is how have you seen and felt God as your partner in motherhood? How would you answer that question?
0: I would say that one way that I have felt God in motherhood. And I, I haven't felt him all the time, I would say I have definitely had those little experiences that have given me like a greater eternal perspective. Like the time that I dropped my daughter off to nursery comes to mind. Because it was, you know, one of those first those times where she's with a bunch of new people and new leaders. And so it was just kind of like, I wonder if this is how Heavenly Father feels when he's sending us to earth. Like, remember the things that I taught you. Be nice to others and return to me, you know. So I feel like I've had little moments like that. But in the day-to-day, I don't know that I really feel that I have that partnership with God. And so I love what you're doing, Darla, because I think it's good for women to know and to realize and to be told that, yes, you do have that partnership with God. And he is there and even though you know you're going through the motions some days that it does matter and you are making a difference (laughs) even though it's hard to see sometimes you don't get that reward all the time but i don't know yeah i don't know that i always feel him but
1: i think i think it's so great that you're willing to be so honest about that because i can tell you and we talked about this before we started recording but since starting the podcast i have heard this over and over so I've heard it in conversations with people that I know. I've received DMs, I've received emails from people who have listened to to episodes that they don't always feel it. And it's been really eye-opening to me and I think I'm starting to see, you know, I I started this podcast because I felt like that's what heavenly father wanted me to do. I don't mm-hmm. really know all the reasons behind it, but I really feel like there's a there's a something that he wants all of us to know is that he's there. And in in my very small way, this is the way that I can help share that message. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, th- I think I, I've felt him, but you know, there are times when I haven't felt him. And I think a lot of times, uh, one of the things that we miss in that is that sometimes we don't see it in the moment, but we have to go back. Right. And for me personally, it's writing down the things that are going on in my life and just journaling. And then sometimes it's been even years later, I go back and I read something and I go, oh, wow, Heavenly Father was right there, walking mm-hmm. beside me, helping me make these decisions, helping me know what to do. And I didn't even realize it in mm-hmm. the moment. So sometimes it just takes a little bit of perspective. And so what would your message be to someone who who feels like you feel like you don't, you're not seeing it every day? What, what would you say to them?
0: I think just the biggest thing is to just have faith. Like we don't, like you mentioned, we don't always get those answers right away, or we don't always see things right away. But I think just having that faith that He is there and doing our best to include Him in our relationship of motherhood, and you know, to teach our children about Him and and teach them to have faith as well, I think is what He wants. And I think He totally, you know, understands that you know we don't always feel that, or you know, because we're human. Right. But I think as long as we have that faith that he, he will keep proving us that he has been there and that he is there for us.
1: Yeah. And I think, I think also, I think sometimes we have this perception that our relationship with him is just, we have it and all of a sudden we have it and it's always there. And, you know, Mm -hmm. I think the first thing we have to realize is that we're growing in this life. Like, you know, and our relationship with him is growing. It doesn't, you know, I don't have the same relationship that I had when I was 12 years old with him. And and so it's always growing and hopefully it's if we're if we're trying, it's never gonna stop. Right. We're always gonna move forward. And I love what you said that we're human, like we're here having this experience to help us to make decisions and, and to use our agency and we're living in a world that's gonna distract us all the time. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> From everything Including children. Yes, <laughs> children our children can around. be very distracting sometimes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And then sometimes they can bring us back around and, and remind us of of the eternal things and what's, what's truly important. They're probably our greatest teachers, right? And, and, and these, especially, you know, the ages of your kids, they're like fresh from heaven. They just came Mm -hmm. from him. So I'm sure that there's a lot that they can, they can teach us. But I really, um, I'm really grateful that you would share that because so many other people feel that way. I know that Um, Mm -hmm. I've, I've heard it from other people and, and it really, I'm hoping that, we can all come together and, and help each other and support each other and be there for each other and help just remind each other that Heavenly Father is there. He is our partner yeah. in motherhood. Mm-hmm. He, Motherhood is divine and he wants to help us. So yeah, that is a great message.
0: Well, thank you for sharing that and for being a voice for that message.
1: I'm trying to figure it out. <laughs> Well, I we'll think you're see, doing a great job. I think job. slowly um, it's, <laughs> it's starting to come out and I'm, I'm really grateful for people like you that I've met online and, you know, I get on Instagram and I'm excited because I have all these great friends and mm-hmm. people um, that are sharing awesome things like you are, you know, bringing, bringing to the forefront, the health, the mental health issues and helping people to feel like they're not alone and that they, they, you know, have someone in their corner that can, help them and you know that Mm -hmm. you're sharing other people's stories not just your own I think I think it's absolutely wonderful
0: thank you it's been a
1: blessing for sure yes I can see that definitely well Allie thanks so much for taking the time to record this interview with me I know that it's going to help so many people and I just appreciate it so much
0: well thank you Darla I appreciate what you're doing as well